Hey, it's our Badcast with yeah. me, host Mike Linden. With me as always, co-host Steven Montenegro. Oh. I am with you as always, don't except you, for that one time I wasn't. Right. Don't you do this after the theme? And it's also co-host Dan Linden. It's nice to like differentiate our voices up top. That's true. Hey, it's me. Yeah, I. Uh, we had this conversation quite a few episodes ago. I didn't actually consistently keep with the change where I actually introduced us yeah, all. Yeah, you've learned nothing from your past mistakes. <laughs> I learn. I just uh, it it wasn't in the mouth's muscle memory to uh, mouthsel memory. Yeah, my mm, mouthsel mm, memory. Mm, mm, mm. It's like but, one of those healthy cereals from Europe. Oh yeah, <laughs> mouthsel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's the only word you can say while you're eating it too. Yeah. <laughs> Dan is finally uh, free from the terrible uh, clutches. Yeah, his uh, his awful uh, labor contract that he was under for the Fringe Fest. I ah. like that I can basically mad lib your sentences in real time. <laughs> it's terrifying. Uh, so and Dan, now he's free. So Dan's back. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Do we, we did the last one without him? Is yes. that true? Without anybody? It was just the two of us? Uh, yeah, that was probably the last one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, jamming, on, uh, jamming on some mics. You jammed? Yeah, jamming on the one. Yeah. And the two, because there were two mics. Right. Uh, oh, and then the one that we left outside for uh, to capture bird sounds. Oh, nice. <laughs> that we just ran over the over the entire episode. Nice. That's oh, fun. That would have been kind of pleasant. Yeah. Probably a pain in the ass to do. Well, I just put up little barriers so that cars can't drive down my block. <laughs> sure. Get them bird sounds. Yeah. No cars. Yeah. Maybe a couple of electric scooters. They would be allowed, or you just have well, them like out? I wouldn't be able to, like I wouldn't be able to stop them, right? Yeah, that's probably true. yeah. That would require much more uh, significant blocking. Yeah, yeah, it would require me to put concertina wire Your across barriers, the entire yeah. road <laughs> and the and the uh, uh, sidewalks. Your barriers would have to be much more elaborate. Yeah, or yeah. just old furniture from like you know the fifteen or sixteen hundreds in France or whatever. Yeah, maybe some Caltrops. Something, or something, something, Ooh, something, yeah. something, something, something. Ba 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 ba. <laughs> And it's another 10 minutes of this, and then Hugh Jackman's dead. La la. Spoilers, Dan. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Don't spoil Les Mis for people. The I can't movie believe version. how well you uh, uh, memorized Les Mis, which, of course, <laughs> was what you were in in the Fridge Festival. No. Huh? That would have been prohibitively uh, expensive. Expensive, and also the idea of having to cut that down to less than an hour <laughs> and still have a coherent story. Yeah. Uh, I like. Step one, cut out those stupid innkeepers. <laughs> They're useless. Step two, uh, I don't know, probably that other guy that's just like, oh, he's going to war, but he's innocent. Please don't. Whatever. Who cares? I trust that all these references are very funny for people I'm who have seen Lame Is. I'm just sitting there 40 minutes into your friend show, like wondering to myself, is there going to be any complete teeth removals at all during the show? <laughs> Is anybody going to sell all of their teeth and hair? Uh, no. And then they just never did. No. So you could keep it like uh, six plus for the Fringe Festival. Yeah, the Fringe version of Les Mis would be like uh, the guy is out of prison and then the other guy's like, hey, get back here. And then uh, he's like, uh, oh, here's this lady. Hey, lady. And then the lady's like, it's really... Wait, Jerry Lewis is there? <laughs> yeah. 
And then the lady's like, I mean, you have to do some. It's hard to be a lady in weird interpretation to make it work. Uh, and then, but Anne Hathaway's still in it. Yeah, absolutely. That's, I mean, uh, you know, you, you can have equity actors in Fringe. You just yeah. got to do a little extra paperwork. Yeah. Who played the? Who played the? Uh, why am I blanking on her name? Um, the Anne Hathaway role. I can't believe I can't remember that character's name. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Who played that in the like you know 1992 or whatever version? Oh, there was a 92 version. Oh yeah, it's not. Was it like Romeo plus Juliet, where it was no, all like modern day and no, youngins? It was, it was not Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> I believe Jean the Valjean. Miz. It's called. <laughs> uh, I believe Jean Valjean is uh, welcome to the Miz, bitch. That's right. Is Gerard Depardieu? Depardieu. Oh, sure. I'm checking now. I mean, it was French. Gerard Depardieu had to be involved in it in the '90s if it was French, right? Yeah. Anyway, yes, I was in the French. Now I'm not. Uh, it's fine. And what lessons did you learn from all of your time? Um, being a goofy guy, uh, on a stage. What? Being a goofy guy. Oh, no. Liam Neeson was Jean Valjean. Whoa. And, uh, and, uh, Javert was Jeffrey Rush. Sure. That's that's who I was remembering was Gerard Depardieu. Yeah. I mean, if you combine those two. Oh, Uma Thurman. Huh. Uma Thurman was Fantine. This is all, these are all very interesting guesses. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it just makes sense. Sure. Like why wouldn't it? So it's it's a non-musical version. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, it's okay. like a, it's a novel adaptation. Got it, got it, got it, got it. A, that makes more sense. Not a musical okay. adaptation. Now I accept this casting. Yeah, I mean, some of the casting choices in the musical version are also very interesting. Yeah, I mean that but, was famously what everyone took away from it. Really. Yeah. Well, it's also like to be fair yeah. to Russell Crowe or whoever we're shitting on yeah. in this instance. Uh, it's Russell Crowe, right? Uh, I believe that was, that the, was the most the, chat upon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He was the most chat upon. To be certainly. fair, it's very challenging musically. Yeah. It also... Uh, and now we're just talking about blamers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not? <laughs> what else were we going to talk about? I don't know. It's also like that movie was weird because like... And I didn't even notice it until some, you know... Um, the internet. The internet. Some the internet. Some the internet pointed out just like how much that movie is basically like they strapped a GoPro to Hugh Jackman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like as he's wandering around singing, it's just sort of like following, like almost like walking backwards in front of him the whole time. And it's very distracting once you are aware of it. Huh. Yeah. I mean, well, like it, honestly, honestly, if no one had ever pointed it out. Uh, so that no one became cognizant of it. Yeah. It would have been a cool effect. Yep. Because the whole thing is about like, you know. The growing onrush of what is happening in in France at the time, yeah, and it would have looked like a really cool like like physical momentum, right? But then once you notice it, yeah, you're right. You're just totally boned. Yeah, you're just like, oh god, why? I'm just staring right into his mouth <laughs> the whole <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah, and he's like, he's like spins around, and you see the green screen for a second. Like Ooh. they really, yeah, like you can see you can see Anne Hathaway like. Choosing choosing the best grapes from craft services in the mm-hmm. background briefly. I mean, and incredible grape uh, uh, discernment by Anne Hathaway. Let's give credit where credit is due. That sure. is so only that, the least bruisey of grapes. Mm-hmm. That is that reference was a lived experience of mine. Oh, in which I went to, uh, I was in, I was at some like work retreat thing. Um, and like one of the like high like 
one of the high priced like you know fancy upper management national folks was uh-huh. there and literally like every time we set out lunch yeah we had to start 20 minutes late because he spent 15 or 20 minutes just like picking the best fruit from the <laughs> table and like wouldn't <laughs> let anybody go past him it and sounds it like a, it would have been a real money saver to hire somebody to pick out the best fruit. Probably. Or like, you or know, just tell this person intern. to get over themselves. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but so it's fine if you're like kind of like picking up all the apples. It's still gross. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, not, yeah. I don't want to eat an it's apple a lot that, of handling. Like, that I've watched someone touch. Yeah. I know someone's touched it, right? Yeah. But I don't want to see it. Right. But that's fine. Um, but like, like, it's fine if you're picking up all the apples. But the like, the last straw for me was like, um, was, you know, if there's grapes at something, you just pick up a wad of grapes yeah. on their stem yeah. and throw it on your plate. Yeah. Right. No. Individual no, he grapes. he had to, like, pull off the best ones Ooh, from all no. the stems and shit. Oh, boy. Like, that got to the point where I'm like, oh, is there, like, a mental illness at play here? Yeah. <laughs> and it's definitely possible. Uh, you know, statistics and data people. Right. Yeah. I mean, grapes are... I'm glad that my lack of anything to say to that led to me just laughing at the concept of mental illness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you did well there. <laughs> Coming off great. Yep. Mike, a friend to us all. Uh, so you were in this French play. Yep. Rounding back to that. Yep. Um, I watched it. I enjoyed it. Oh, good. I both laughed. Yes. And felt sad at the end. Great. Because... The whole point of it was to remind us all that we're going to die. Yeah. And no one will remember us. So you took the concept, or the playwright here took the concept of leave them laughing mm-hmm. and just went, yeah, but what if they were sad? Yeah. Yeah, they got the laughter over with towards the, the, the first half. That's right. And then, then we made a transition. The oh, it was, it, was humanizing, it was humanizing comedy. Uh, sure. Why not? Yeah, let's, just, let's call it that. <laughs> I don't know. It was just like a bunch of silliness, but then also like, hey... We're all going to die someday. <laughs> and then you were so emotionally distressed over this roller coaster that you felt every night. Yeah. That you had to uh, treat yourself to a vacation time. Yes. Afterward. Yes. To keep yourself away from us for even longer. Uh-huh. This play was like basically like what? Like the life story of like Pauly Shore. You get the laughter out of the way eventually. <laughs> and then it's just all sadness until death. Wow. He's still alive. Yeah, right? you're, that's what I'm saying. You're Ooh. making a bold prediction right now. He got, yeah. No, well, I mean, yes, I'm making the bold prediction <laughs> that eventually Pauly Shore will die. He could have some sort of renaissance. Yeah, he could have a Shore renaissance. Yeah, I don't see that happening. <laughs> I don't either, but who saw uh, John Travolta coming back so strong after, I don't know, was he actually gone or was that really overblown, the renaissance thing? How long had he not been This is the first the time hearing of it. Well, I just like, assumed that John Travolta's sort of always been there. No, famously like Pulp Fiction was they were like, like oh, oh, it's John Travolta. And then every washed up celebrity wanted the Quentin Tarantino treatment. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Wasn't he, wasn't he in like six movies like the year before that? Probably, but it was like movies that nobody cared about maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then he was in a bunch of movies for, that no one should have cared about, but, but he had did. had that renaissance. Yeah, except did. for Broken Arrow with Howie Long. Right. With co-star Howie Long. God yes. damn it, I forgot Howie Long is in that movie. <laughs> and he's like central to the plot of that movie. <sighs> wow, wow, wow. For wow, some wow, reason. Wow, wow, wow. Like you can put Howie Long in your movie for a minute. Yeah. And just be like, oh, there's Howie Long, and he's picked up a computer server and yeah. thrown it at a bad guy. Yeah. And then he's gone. Yeah. But you can't give him like 
like you can't give him like central plot points within his dialogue. I mean, he's still a henchman though. Like he's not like he's like a lieutenant. Yeah. Sure. Doesn't he like in doesn't he That's just fancy talk for henchman. Doesn't he make it all the way to the train? <laughs> yeah. Like he's one of the Yeah, major... he's like a big deal. Yeah. I know, but he's still like a right-hand man like uh like Odd Job was had a similar situation in whichever movie that Goldfinger? Yeah, I think so. So what? But he what, still wait, like didn't have any lines. Hold on, follow up question to that. But that's what I'm saying. What Holly professional Long sport did that actor initially play before getting the role of Hot Shop? I'm gonna say cricket. Discus. Discus. Mike's is better. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah, but like Howie Long had a lot of lines, and a lot of them were central to the plot. Uh. Yeah. What did he have like a nuclear? Equations to say or something? No, what did he do? no, no. It was mostly things like "you'll never stop me." Um, <laughs> that doesn't feel that important. Hold on. And <laughs> now we've moved it over here. Yeah. <laughs> Look, referring to the plot of that movie is um, generous. I don't even remember why terrorism. Okay. It was made in a pre nine eleven world, and thus the answer could just be because terrorism. But like, what did? But what did John Travolta want? To terrorize? Why? Probably it, money. Probably right. Or was he like he's so disaffected by the United States government or something? I mean, I think that did enter into it probably, but I right? don't. I don't remember. Yeah. Why does anyone choose to terrorize for terror? Uh-huh. In the 90s? Yeah, in the 90s. Yeah, that's true. Like pre-Captain America. Right. People only committed acts of terrorism for the sake of terror. Right. Right. Yeah, after post-Captain America, it was for science. Yeah. But also terror. <laughs> yeah. But like movies that were actually about terror yeah. were like, you know, became significantly more serious movies, like starring like Jim from The Office. Right. Speaking of Jack Ryan movies, that reminds me that... Oh, I was thinking of, like, the Benghazi movie. Well, that too. But that was one, like, very post... Not very, I should say, not very post 9-11. Where, like, in the original novel, I think it was, like, you know, some vaguely Muslim-adjacent extremist or whatever. Uh But then in the movie version, they turn into some sort of, like... Basically, like semi-retired Nazi. Yeah, so that, that like he was just this old German man who's just like still pretty down with the Reich. So I yeah, <laughs> I've been wondering this for a while. Like, how long until we start making action movies in which the villains are just like white nationalists from Idaho? I don't know. I mean, it seems like it's probably the next crop, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like Captain America fights like some dude with a fashy undercut, right? And this one, this would be Black Captain America. Yeah, so, so if anything, like, it's already writing itself, it yeah. sounds like. Uh, hold on a second, Marvel. We'll have a script for you by the end of this episode. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was already that movie where... Wait, can Captain America fly now? Uh, if he keeps the wings on, sure. Yeah. That's, that's a game changer. It would be very meta if the next Captain America is just new Captain America fighting fans of the old Captain America <laughs> that are mad that he's black now. <laughs> Oh, God. Yes. They Hold sh- on a minute, Marvel Studios. Yeah, yeah. No, they should do that. That'd be great. What was I saying? Uh, oh. Uh, old I mean, German guy that was, well, quote, that, down but, with the Reich. Yeah. Uh, but, like, there was already a movie, like, a year or two ago where Patrick Stewart is, like, a, a neo-Nazi and, like, the... 
Oh, sure. The woods of whatever part of the country. Oh, yeah. I forgot about who that. Who owns like a bar slash punk band venue. Yeah. I forgot that he was a Nazi that imprisoned an entirely white punk band. Yeah. For torture porn? No, because they witnessed a murder. Oh, okay. I get it. It wasn't like, we hate you. It was like witness. He, he probably. <laughs> so it was like an Amish punk band. <laughs> I mean, I can just tell you the entire plot of the movie if you want. This movie crosses witness with SLC Punk. Oh, boy. Yeah, it seems about right. Yeah. Except for, you know. I, I mean, yeah, I guess you'll find plenty of white supremacists in their compounds outside of Salt Lake City. Probably. Sure. I don't know. I, I also don't like, know. It seems like prime compound country is all I'm saying. I mean, a l pretty significant... Uh, chunk of our landmass seems like prime compound country. Well, I'm just like in terms of just the logistics of having a compound. Yeah, I just, just mean slap like, a compound oh, yeah, yeah. down, figure out a way to have supplies no. brought in. I yeah, I'm not I'm not talking about like the type of area in which you in which you would expect to find sure, a compound. I see. I'm expecting I'm talking about the type of demographics amongst which you would expect to find a compound. I see. Plus the area. Right. Because you know there's woods, then you can like make a clearing and then put up some buildings and stuff. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Like in mountains, right. like you can defend high ground, have like, you know, difficult leading up terrain. Yeah. I might just be like telling people how to build better forts now. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Uh, but like, but also think of the type of people that live there. Right. I mean, Utah is littered with compounds, but most of them are just breakaway factions of LDS. Right. <laughs> and they're actually, that's more Nevada and Arizona. Sure. And they're probably like, you know, more uh, fancily. Uh, decorated. Yeah, these aren't like we're gonna have to defend this type of compound. It's more just most like, part. yeah, it's more like here is a sanctuary from the sinful world around you. Yeah, I mean, which maybe the other compounds are too, but like in a more not quite as elegantly worded way. Yeah, and then somewhere in between is like, that's my free grazing land. Fuck you, America. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. That whole thing, like, how are all like how are all but one of those dudes still alive? Yeah. <laughs> what a time to live live in this country, huh? Yeah. Like, similarly, kid that shot up that Walmart in El Paso. How is that kid still alive? That was surprising. Like, like Trayvon Martin's dead because he likes Skittles. Yeah, yeah. Well, because, see, he, like, even when they, <laughs> I guess, like, even when they were like, there is an active shooting situation in this Walmart, they got to go in there and be like, okay, but maybe... Maybe maybe he is uh, just a customer who is now wielding his, which you're allowed to do, constitutionally <laughs> uh, permitted and Walgreens policy permitted firearm that he purchased from the store from Walmart. Yeah, no, which you're allowed to do. Uh -huh. Um, yeah, a kid in Springfield, Missouri, Ooh. like like four days later, got arrested for like just strapping on like multiple assault weapons and walking into a Walmart and body um, armor. Yeah, and body armor, because huh. he could, except for it turns out that the body armor was probably illegal. <laughs> like, they're not sure, but uh -huh. they arrested him for making terroristic threats, sure. because, like, you know, read the room, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, like, you know, this kid, like, literally just left the Walmart, drove away, then the police pulled him over, and he just surrendered. Mm -hmm. Like, police are just like, they just walked up to the car and went like, hey, you're the dude that shot all the things, right? You're the white kid that shot all yeah, the things, yeah, right? Yes, uh -huh. um, you should get in the back of my police car if you don't mind. Uh -huh. 
And he was like, I guess. <laughs> and that's how that ended. Yeah. So play in one act. Yep. Read. Yeah, it's always so thrilling at the end when the killer just says, I guess. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, I really wish they hadn't replaced the original ending of Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. It's not I as guess. A, yeah, it doesn't have the same, like, it just doesn't, it doesn't have the same impact. Mr. Yeah. Lecter, come back. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I meant, I meant, I meant the, the uh, skin suit guy. Oh, yeah, Buffalo I know. Bill. Yeah. yeah. Instead of just like appearing out of the shadows. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Hey, get in jail. I guess. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, get in this van. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> fair is fair. <laughs> Turnabout's fair play. Yep. Well, you live by the van, you die by the van. <laughs> uh, so uh, you went camping? Uh, we went glamping. Oh. Sort of. Well, I'm surprised at how neutrally you responded to that word. I don't know. Seems like. Seems like if I'm gonna go camping, I want to split the difference where there's like a PlayStation and shit. I mean, there wasn't a PlayStation. But you know, it what looked I mean. like yeah. you were living in like a suspended giant onion or something. Uh, indeed. Was it a yurt? Uh, sort of. It's called a lotus bell. It is an Australian designed. And you hang it from a thing. T- no, you oh. suspend it with a pole. There's like a pole in the middle. Oh, oh, oh! You raise it. Yeah. Like a barn. Kinda. But like with an S. Not like with an old barn that you don't need anymore. What? Well, <laughs> like, you know, you can raise something, which means knock it oh, down. I or see you can raise saying. something, which means to put it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I see where you... That was actually very good. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't follow it because I needed that, uh, that I in there as well. Yeah, right. Anyway, there's this place uh, in Grand Marais, or I guess... Like most things in Grand Marais, actually just outside of Grand Marais, because there's a very small, like the actual like town. Yeah, and it's is, shoved between like rock ridges, basically right. too. So, uh, and I'm not clear, like, because they just, yeah, like when you're in Grand Marais, they're Grand just, Marais, like, Minnesota, high Grand, yes, the North Shore, the North Shore, which is uh, not a shore at all, I guess. But. Well, I mean, it's. Kind of it is. Yeah, is it a shore if it's just a big lake? How's that work? I guess Lake Shore. Yeah, Lake Shore. Lake Shore. That's a word. Yeah. 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 So, North Shore. Get off its nuts. Yeah, get off the North Shore's <laughs> nuts, Stephen. I'm just thinking, like, you know, like, Minnesotans really like to act like Lake Superior is like our own personal Sargasso Sea or whatever. <laughs> it is a big lake. It's a very big lake, yes. And, like, you know. There was even a lovely uh, framed uh, poster in one of the diners we had that just said Lake Superior. Uh, what was it? God, it was like Graveyard of <laughs> Of the, of the Edmund Edmund Fitzgerald? I don't know. It was something like the graveyard of the of the North Shore, and it was literally just a map of like all the various ships that have sank in the lake over the centuries. Fun, yeah. Man, can you can you There's imagine a crap ton of boats in there from the 1800s? Sure. Yeah, can you imagine what it was like, like, like opening up a newspaper one day and going, huh? They're just going to dig a ditch that attaches all of the lakes to the ocean? (laughs) How? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know how we would do that today. Great question. Probably with engineering. (laughs) That seems dumb. Yeah, just (laughs) blow it up. Yeah. We got plenty. (laughs) Yeah, we got plenty of blow them ups. Yeah. Anyway, so you're, you're hanging inside of an onion from a tree. No. Okay, so basically, I'm guessing the bar came first. Okay. So there's this place off of 61, right? as before you get into Grand Marais. Onion proper. bar? 
No, it's called Wunderbar. Oh. Uh, and it is, uh, the sign reads, Wunderbar Eatery and Glamp Ground. <laughs> and right. so it's basically a bar restaurant, and then they clearly just, you know, have a larger lot than they need for the restaurant. So they have a bunch of uh, different types of not houses that you can sleep in. Somehow the... Uh I've accepted the word glamping as something that I hear. But glamp ground? Glamp ground really caught me by surprise. A little bit? Wow, that's... Yeah, I didn't, I didn't expect that, that, that there would be a line in there. Right. Yeah, so, like, you can stay in the Lotus Bell, uh, which is their, one of their more popular options. <laughs> just because wow. it's weird. Uh-huh. It's weird, and it's kind of neat in there. Um, and it's, like, quilted, so it's very well insulated. So it's hot as fuck, is what you're saying. No, it actually gets very cold, and there's an electric heater in there, which makes it glamping. <laughs> but Instead I mean, like, just lighting a fire inside of this completely enclosed structure, you mean? Right. Yeah. Uh, but like that, what it means is like it holds heat pretty well once you put heat into it. So sure. I'm sure it would get hot as fuck if I didn't turn down that electric heater. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, you could also stay in like, you know, one of those old like silver bullet. <laughs> Like trailer, oh, like an airstream. Yeah, yeah, those things are baller. Yeah, or there was, uh, they're like diners that just go from town to town. Yeah, it's <laughs> weird. Uh, I don't know. There's just a couple different those kind of things, just like little mobile spots or like those weird little, like that little kind of camper that like Porky Pig has. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah, yeah. One of those. I don't know why that's my point of reference. I'm sure there's a more. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean everybody. Everyone knows, knows what, what I'm talking, talking about. about. Yeah, that time Porky goes camping in the mountains. Sure. Yeah. yeah. No tree houses, though? No. Or but tiny, it, tiny houses? Were the, was there nature nearby? I mean, they were like... Were you just like in a parking lot? No, I mean, it's sort of like there's the parking lot next to the bar, and then next to that it's like grassland and like a fire pit and then some trees around the grass. And people you don't know playing beanbags, but they want to be your friend. There were beanbags available, yeah. yes. There's also a ping pong table, two pool tables. Just sitting outside? No, those are inside. Oh, the there a restaurant. bucket of hacky sacks? Ooh, great question. Or jarts? There were not jarts. I wish there had been jarts. Uh, That's what they're called, right? Those those big murder weapons that you throw at a lawn? I believe so. Lawn darts. But yeah, I believe jarts was a thing. <laughs> yeah, it was like a brand of lawn darts. Yeah. What did the J or oh, I don't know GE stand for? <laughs> Javelin darts. Probably. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Huh. Somehow seems Jardvark. <laughs> yeah, Jardvark. <laughs> anyway, we slept in Javelin that weird dart thing. Is probably better. Like yeah. you should really be explicit about how weapon-like this yeah. thing you have is. Because they were very weapon-like, weapon and now they're just like illegal. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine. Like we let people buy swords and you know the aforementioned assault weapons. <laughs> like why can't you buy a thing that like a responsible person would just you know think throw of to the ground. children, Stephen. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a problem with them being banned if they're if they're killing children, mm-hmm. right? That just makes that just makes sense. Yeah, I mean, anything that's like statistically causing unnecessary child deaths over time, you would think like yeah, logically, like, you would just put some restrictions on yeah, its distribution I mean, like, and sale. Like Tide Pods were like a great advancement in laundry technology, mm-hmm. <laughs> but if like. But if you can't prove that you own a shelf in yeah. your home and yeah. you have young children, like yeah. you just shouldn't be able to buy them. I'm sorry, right? <laughs> That that just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that reminds me of my my desire to rename uh, uh, semi-automatic rifles as pig mowers. 
Uh, do you hear about this? The fairy hogs. Yeah. yeah. You probably call it a hog mower. Yeah, right. Because hog that's, mower. that's better contextualized. It is better. Because, like, I when I saw that, I was kind of like, I actually had, like, this thought exercise in my own head. I'm just like, I mean, if you could, like, if you could sit down and, like, show people, yes, this is the best way to deal with hogs, great. Change it to, like, a farming tool, and you can just go... Like you know, have a specifically yeah. like proof. you have to order it from Sears Roebuck yeah. catalog, and you have to like <laughs> you have to like have a stringent background check that proves that you require the use of a hog mower, and then yeah. great, go nuts, enjoy your oh, hog mower. My my favorite thing is all the like actual responses, like real like like I'm hog experts. This, uh, yeah, yeah. Like I read a I read well <laughs> I read the first few paragraphs of the story. Sure, explaining why you can't have thirty to fifty feral hogs because Ooh. of. Yeah, because of uh, uh, generational competition would Ooh, uh, they just would go cause for each to, other, right? Yeah, yeah, would cause that pack to break apart very quickly. Right. So if anything, you're going to get like a dozen to twenty like hogs. Six or seven is generally the biggest. Sure. Amount. Yeah. Which, like, granted, is probably like again, if two converge on each other, like if you're on like some sort of hog DMZ. Ooh, hog wars. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, if you're on like. Yeah, well, if it's Hogwarts, you can just use magic. Oh, right. Ah! ah yeah! A bad cast. A bad cast. A bad cast. I'll accept it. A bad cast. A bad cast. A bad cast. Oh, thank you for cast. getting that extra quadrant. A bad cast. How'd yeah. I do? Pretty yeah, good. Yeah, you did good. Like, I, I mean, you chose the moment that I remembered that how bad cast needed to happen. <laughs> Halfway in. Nice. <laughs> um, but, like, you, you need a little bit of practice, right? You need to brush up. But, like, you... I mean, you're rusty. It's not your fault. Well, and you just I, need you just need playing time. In my defense, you know, uh, the way that we are set up in our recording spot, Mike has a lot more open space to just move his arms around. That is true. Yeah, Ooh, like I got a real show off I'm about wiggling it. Wiggling my arms around. I got to strategize my clap movement a little bit, otherwise I will bang my elbows into the wall. Yeah, yeah, he's real showy about it. He too. is real showy Very about annoying. it. Very annoying. Oh, my chair doesn't lean right. Oh, at least I can clap everywhere. <laughs> I'm Mike. I mean, that is the trade-off. Uh huh. Yeah, like, uh, my chair sometimes rolls away, but if I wasn't wearing pants, at least my penis wouldn't be touching a, a maze of cables. What? <laughs> what? Uh, I sit in that chair without pants on a lot, is all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, well, that's good to know, I guess. Yeah, Wash I your shorts disagree. when you get home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't take any, we didn't take any pictures uh, or leave any evidence of what I did to Dan's headphones while we were recording. Oh, no. While we were recording Andrew Sawhawk's Life Was Peachy last week, did we? Oh yeah, is that on the recording of the podcast of the Peachy podcast? Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah, we recorded that here. So do I have to? No, but I'm saying like if I listen to a certain episode of Andrew Sahak's Life Is Peachy, would I learn what happens in my headphones? I believe so. Oh boy, I think we talked about it. Oh boy, I don't remember. That doesn't. We might have. It might yeah. have ended up. Also, on how come I'm not as fu- on his fucking podcast? I was a kid in the 90s. <laughs> Probably because you haven't said yes when he asked He yet. never asked Or me. emailed him. He likes, he likes to be That's because you're never here when he's here. That's true. He maybe even has asked me. And I was just like, yeah. oh, I got to. Uh. He sort of likes to be courted, too. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, I'll, I'll send him an edible arrangement. Yeah. That's a good plan. Like, uh, he's, he's very Edible good. arrangement with a. Uh, the lead singer of Stain's face on a card. I was just going to say, I'll send him an edible arrangement and remind him that I had... Aaron Lewis. There you uh, go. Yeah. I knew, I sat there like silently and I'm like, I'm not going to think about anything else until it pops into my brain. <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, I've never listened to the show. It's fine. What? That sounds more like Godsmack. 
They all sound the fucking <laughs> same. <laughs> See, Sahak, we're doing your work for you. Maybe I don't know. I actually don't know what the show is. Or stepping on it. his toes. I've never maybe. To it. Yeah. I'm sure that's. I'm sure it's great. Check out Andrew Sock's life with Speechy on uh, the internet. Sock's gonna listen to this episode and he's gonna be heartbroken. No, Dan. he's not. He's just gonna yell at me over the internet or a text message that includes all three of us. <laughs> that does, does he ever pretty text likely. all three of us? Yeah. Wow. Wait, what? Wow, that would be. Oh, you're be asking a, if he's done that? Yeah, that would be a massive departure from his. Texting me everything that he wants Mike to know. <laughs> like literally, I get like five texts a week. I'm I'm in five text conversations a week that start with, "Hey Mike, have you listened to this thing that that Stephen definitely doesn't listen to yet?" Nice. I'm like, okay, well, I know all about this now. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, I also uh, start those best show conversations. Yeah. Or like, hey Mike, uh. You want me to pick you up for this thing that Steven didn't know was happening? And I'm like, well, I guess I know now. I could show up if I wanted. Yeah. There you go. That's See, nice. It's a nice service. Yeah. It, it keeps us all closer together, except oh. for Dan. Yeah. Yeah. That's we have, fine. We have a separate text chain for that. Yeah. yeah. And that's mostly for scheduling. Yeah. Around Dan's schedule. <laughs> True. Yeah. Because Dan's sometimes too busy playing mini golf with goats. Oh, yeah. You I'd... played mini golf with goats? That was up the road from the glamp grounds. Goat golf. I mean, they're not like mini they're not playing. They're just like in an enclosure that is incorporated into the mini golf course. Yeah, that seems rad. It, it was pretty rad. There were also a peacock and a peahen. Wow, an exotic pheasant, some geese. <laughs> Why was the pheasant exotic? That's just what the sign said. It was like bright yellow. It was kind of cool. Oh, all right. Oh well, I guess yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's like an actual place it's from that it's its real name. And it not is just exotic <laughs> pheasant. It is very funny that. <laughs> You like, you like, uh, it seems like they must have picked up the bird first and been like, this, oh, this is a cool bird. How do we, how do we advertise to people that this is a cool bird? What's it called? Oh, it's just a pheasant. It's a type of pheasant. Shit. Shit. shit, We have pheasants. What do we do? It's an exotic Here's what I hope happened. I hope what happened is they already had. With all of the, with all of the rarity and color and brilliance of saffron. That's right. (laughs) I hope they had. Uh, like most of it set up. Like they had the goats, they had the peacock or mm-hmm. whatever. And then some guy just showed up with that bird one day. It's just like, hey, you guys want this pheasant? And I really hope that the next step was going like, well, we've got all these enclosures for these things. And there seems to be approximately 18 alleyways walking through them. Mini golf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Insert some mini golf. Yeah. Uh, there was also like, there was a weird enclosure that was just like, it was a... It was like the peacock and the peahen, a turkey, some chickens, and then just one rabbit. All right. You think the rabbit was supposed to be in there? I mean, it didn't look like a wild, like a you know the kind you'd see just bouncing around, like you a, know, like a normal bunny. Yeah, it looked like one of those like softer, fatter ones. <laughs> oh, like, like, like did an it exotic just... rabbit. Yeah, like an exotic <laughs> rabbit. Is that just what happens to a? Uh... A wild rabbit that has figured out that it's there are a possible. bunch of people around. It's and certainly possible. Here's an interesting thing I just realized about myself, reminiscing about this week. That your vacation bores you? No, but that like I spent uh, you know like a solid hour, hour and a half at this mini golf course where a bunch of goats were and birds and whatever were just like trapped in their little enclosures, and there was a, a goat feed vending machine like they have at zoos and stuff. Yeah, right? sure. And then you put the you put the feed into this little bowl that's on a pulley system, and then the goat will pull 
the rope up to get its feed. Oh, oh that's fun. it's a trained it, goat. Because it's well, they're it's all a showbiz. I mean, goat. they're all trained, and because the enclosure has a little ramp, and the ramp goes over the mini golf course, and then up on like the, on a little goat bridge. Top on the platform is where they can pull up the food, so they can shit down onto the mini golf exactly, course. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and I just realized now that I think that like. The whole time I was there, I was just kind of like, this is weird. But, you know, and somewhere in the back of my mind, my, you know, the voice might have just like, oh, these goats are just like probably so unhealthy. They're just constantly eating this like same shit that these people are just it's like goat feed. Shoving. It's a special formula. I know, but it's probably like they're eating way too much of it in a day. Aren't they also like, I mean, do none of the enclosures have just like open fields where they can just oh, graze they, I mean, on they're actual plants? Yeah, they're definitely like shoving their heads through the chicken wire and eating the grass too. Yeah. My point is like, I realize now that I had more of a, I felt worse, even though there are these like several goats trapped in a mini golf course uh-huh. off of the highway. I'm now realizing that I felt worse about the like perfectly free, like liberated seagull that I watched get fed several French fries at Lutzen <laughs> Mountains while we were eating on top of the whatever. Hill, hill observatory restaurant thing uh, that the gondola takes you to. I felt worse for that seagull than I did at any point of the animals trapped in that golf course. Well, they weren't trapped, weren't That's they? Their home. Well, <laughs> yeah, and they were specifically selected as the most golf enthusiastic goats. Okay. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, they did. There was a structure attached to their cage that was labeled the Gotel Motel, which is pretty good. Uh huh. That they could like go into it. Oh, as you say, like walk around. So, it. so you had your choice of the onion bulb thing uh, <laughs> that that hung from a tree, right. or or you that s- goat shed, yeah. or <laughs> yeah, and an airstream, right? Yeah. So that's what you did then, huh? Yeah, and for we a week. Hiked around. No, only for a couple days. We hiked around. Looked at some stuff. Went to the Devil's Kettle. Oh shit! Ooh. Oh, that's kind of a cool place. It is. I've been there. Yeah. Look on the internet, people. You'll see what it looks yeah, like. It's, it's pretty cool. It's like a mystery hole that yeah. water goes into. It's just a hole with water in it. Yeah. But it's neat. It's neat because it's like, it does seem very unsettling to just watch all this water going down this hole. Yeah. With no clear indication of where it's going. Yeah, there's some cool parks in that zone, too, mm-hmm. that have like waterfalls and stuff. Look on the internet, people. You'll find them. You North Shore. imagine there are mutant Cook cannibals County. down there or something. Oh, like the descent? Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Check out Cook County, Minnesota for all your North Shore stuff. Yeah, there's like there's like three parks that are up up in the area that are just named after some dude. Yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of signs around letting like me know. Jay like, Cook State Park right, or something or like, like that. Yeah, like, like, no one knows who Jay Cook yeah. is. They don't even have a sign at the park telling you who Jay yeah, Cook Devil's is. Yeah, Devil's Kettle was like, I just had to find like Judge H.R. Masterson State Memorial Forest or something. Was oh, like, yeah. What? Yeah, so that dude, the uh, the judge, and I can never remember his like the last name that's on the park because literally everybody in the region just calls him the judge yeah. or called him the judge. Nice. And he's just like, he's just like some sort of like local like big shot. Uh-huh. I mean, he was a judge at some point. Sure. Time. Apparently and it's like judge Meany, maybe or something maybe, like that. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it was an M, but like, yeah, like, but like when, when they're making decisions up there, like, you know, the city council of Duluth will be like, what should we do to divert these floodwaters in the future? And they'd be like, let's see what the judge thinks. <laughs> and they just like call him up. I mean, I think he died like 10 years ago, sure. but, um, but, you know, they just call him up and be like, what's the judge think about this? Yeah. Uh, which is just a weird move. I like it. 
Ten years ago was a lot more recent than I was imagining. Well, they like renamed the park. Yeah, it, to, it's only recently to been, judge whatever. Maybe they named it after him like ten years ago or something maybe. like that. But the like, thing is, like, with someone who's just known as the judge uh-huh. in recent history, I would expect them to be like have never have actually been a judge, but rather oh, like sure. sell used cars or something. Yeah, right. Or a gunslinger. Yeah, <laughs> oh. I do like that though. I like it making it sound like that he has the power to determine like who lives and who dies in like a catastrophic natural disaster like oh no we need to divert these floodwaters well i mean <laughs> tell the ju- ask the judge sorry judge says you got to go in the hole yep uh i mean the the floodwaters caused like dolphins and seals and shit to just be in the road in duluth at one point oh in time. yeah <laughs> i forgot about that oh that was wild i never heard about that so duluth like seven or eight years ago, I think. Yeah, the, something like that, maybe. Um, had like a really bad flood because you know Duluth is like right on the lake, yeah. But then is like a ridge of rock that's pushed up against the lake, and it's in between it. Right. So if rain comes, everything just washes down real quick. But it flooded out the whole zoo. Yeah. And just washed like a bunch of aquatic creatures like <laughs> into town. Yeah. Uh, where they're just like swimming around in town and shit. Yep. And now, uh. Now there's just a wild population of dolphins and seals in Lake Superior forever yes. and more. Yes. I mean, I don't think all dolphins need salt water, so that might be a thing. Yeah, there's, there's like river, river dolphins. There's river yeah. dolphins, right? Yeah, those like, are all like equator bound or something. Yeah, it's yeah they're too like cold. Amazon, Amazon river it's dolphins. It's probably too cold. Yeah. So we've just need to, what I'm hearing is we need to heat up Lake Superior Yeah. and then throw some dolphins in there. So what you're saying is just keep driving them cars. Yeah, <laughs> keep burning that taconite. Whichever city yeah. actually owns keep, that plant. Keep keep driving your taconite-powered cars, everybody. <laughs> yeah, then we'll get to Dolphin Lake. Yeah. And, and and we'll rename it Lake Lake Dolphin. And presumably... Suck it, Canada. We're Lake changing Superior, it to Lake Dolphin. Uh, Lake Superior might like uh, get more flooded out, and then uh, the dolphins... Duluth will be Dolphin Duluth. Oh, It'll be whoa. a dolphin city. Dolphin Town. Yeah, take that Beaver Bay. Yeah. Which is a short drive from Duluth, I learned. <laughs> Seems right. Yeah. Do you go to the there's like a there's like a castle up there too, right? That like Oh. That's just like north just north of Duluth. Uh it's like on the lake. Some rich person owned it. I did not go to it. Now it's now like the city or is the that- university maintains gardens and maybe it's haunted. Oh, like it's called like I drove by it. Something sure. mansion. Yeah, I drove by it. There's a bunch of signs on the fence that are just like, hey, come on in. Hey, hey, please, please <laughs> yeah. come in. Hey, yeah, that seems right uh-huh. for any tourist attraction uh-huh. anywhere that's not like, you know, a major national tourist area. Yeah, right. Uh, But yeah, it was a good time. It's very relaxing. The weather was good. Ate some donuts. Oh, drank hey. some beers. Do you, wow. Do you eat donuts with goats? No. You get any pasties? You don't go get some pasties? No. It's all right. I guess you had donuts and beer. That's uh, it's enough carbs for you, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you trying to Why are you trying to knock him out of ketosis, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm certainly certainly right on the verge with why my you, with my diet. Why would you do that to him? It's not like I didn't eat several things of bread in the last few days. <laughs> One thing of bread, please. <laughs> and have several beers. We really need a new group word for bread. Thing is so generic. I know. Yeah. Chunk. 
Ooh. Chunk of bread. Chunk of bread. One trademark. I'm opening a store. Log. A log of bread. Ooh, bread glute. Log. What? A, a glute. glute? Glute of bread. A glute of bread. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't a glute already a different thing? Sure. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like you will will make the size of the bread be similar to like the average, <laughs> the average human ass. Human ass. <laughs> so like someone would conceivably wait could the conce- average human ass. No, I'm sorry. The average American the ass? ass. No, we we have to standardize this. The yeah. ass of the queen. Which, yeah, that's which right. queen? The queen. Okay, we are. No longer a part of the Commonwealth, sir. To be fair, the United States was never a part of the Commonwealth. (laughs) Um, So I'm expecting then somewhere in the Bay Area, someone Mm -hmm. is currently planning up, uh, uh, planning to open up a store called Gluten Free Glutes. Yeah. (laughs) Where if you are gluten sensitive, Mm -hmm. you can still get a whole glute of bread. Yep. So we have to let me let me get, let me see if I understand this. So one bread ass, please. We <laughs> we as a podcast, as a business entity, yes, we need to go to the UK, right? And we need to uh, what is the word when you're asking the Queen for something? There's got to be a special word for it, right? Uh, obtain an audience. Yes, we need to obtain an audience with the Queen, and we should use the word boon at some beseech point. Beseech upon her that we measure her ass. It doesn't have to be. We don't have to do it personally. Yeah, I'm sure dude, she has a, specific ass measuring there's, yeah, there's a there's a right away service for this. Okay, <laughs> is that a, that's not a term people use anymore. <laughs> so right we just away? so we just need to get in contact with like her uh, the person who like creates her clothing, her ass valet, her ass valets, yeah. uh, perhaps the throne maintainers. Yeah, you know? throne maintainers, local 1735. Mm-hmm. Yep. Does the regency still? Uh, Keep a title of like official uh, toilet uh, person or whatever. What? Like that was a specific like coveted position in many monarchies when the monarchy actually made decisions. You were the official what? What did you do? Piss piss pot emptier. Yeah, you like uh, you managed their uh, their goings and leavings. Like you were the person who hauled their shit away. Uh, something like that. Uh huh. I don't remember the exact. Or is it just that you like cleaned that tube that just like rolled shit out the wall? No, no, no. They would never like, like, a monarch would never shit through a wall. They just shit in a nice pot. You get a throne. Yeah. You cut a hole in it. Gotcha. Put a pot underneath. Yeah. That yeah. pot gets changed. Got it. So the yeah. coveted position was the pot guy. Yeah. Okay. So you sit there. The monarch is doing their business. You uh, make. Pleasant chit chat about uh, things that would subtly benefit you or your loved ones. Uh-huh. Yeah, you say you just like, you have to hang out the whole time. Oh yeah, you don't just like they don't like ring a bell and you come switch the pot out. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's about companionship. Tan. I see. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, you just like do you say things like just relax, Your Majesty. Uh huh. Did you see that offsides call against Liverpool yesterday? <laughs> I see. So you're saying that you think that still happens. I mean, why wouldn't it? But like, what are they tradition bound? So they still. You're saying you are. We are purporting that Queen Elizabeth continues to just poop in a hollow wood chair with a pot in it. I mean, if she wants to, I sure if she wants to. But Dan, I don't. I I don't think you understand the beauty and importance of tradition. I guess that's true. I mean, if 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 the Queen, if Her Majesty were not to do her business in a uh, gilded, semi, you know, partially gilded, beautifully carved hollow chair from, I don't know, probably the 1800s or right. something with a pot in it. 
uh, who knows what chaos would befall the great nation of England when Brexit finally occurs. Yeah. Like, that's all that's holding them together once they leave the union. Yeah, exactly. Right? I mean, you joke about it, but <laughs> <laughs> at this point in time, yeah, you know, sheer force of will of a woman in her 90s might be all they've got. Sure. So and then suddenly, hard Brexit happens, and everyone's waiting in line to become the crap reeve. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess depending on if they're importing toilets from the continent, maybe she would have to use the hollow chair anyways. <laughs> right. right. We'll get her some American standard toilets. Ooh. Yeah, special relationship. Yeah. yeah. Like, we- although, you know, who knows if... Who knows if Boris Johnson's going <laughs> to allow her to have it, because I'm pretty sure he can just say, hey, Donald Trump, like, yeah, you're just as bizarre as me. Don't let the queen have a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> and Donald Trump would be like, yeah, yeah, this will show how powerful I am. That's right. <laughs> I have denied the queen of England a toilet. Yeah. Well, yeah. she has to pay import duties on it from the Shenzhen region. <laughs> wow. Uh, anyway, so yeah, we're going to start a new thing where bread is the size of an ass, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's yep. the main takeaway from yeah, this? Yeah, that's the takeaway. Okay, good. Of course, the question is, what will the metric system use? Ooh. It has to be based on a physical law at this point. Right. Right, um, right, right, right. The right. amount of, uh, the, the amount of space that yeast can rise at 50 degrees Celsius in one hour. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I love it. Very precise. That's a a metric. uh, Uh That's a metric glute. (laughs) Wow. Well, we really did it. We've solved the world's bread measuring problem. We have disrupted bread. Take that, tech bros. Yeah. Yeah. Take take that, everybody that's been making it the exact same way for literally seven (laughs) hundred years. I mean, I guess we got machines that slice it now. Yeah. Yeah. I assume, right? I guess I've never been to a bread factory, like to the factory floor of a bread factory. There's not just some oh, there's not just some immigrant in there chopping bread. I mean, I guess in a in like a big like big plant where you're like they're like sending it to grocery chains. I couldn't tell you, like certainly like in like the bakery down the road from my house, they've just got a little machine they shove it through. Sure. Oh yeah, but I meant like there's not someone like chopping it by hand. I mean, there's like, like a deli slicer mix. for the bread. What? They use like a deli slicer for the bread. No, it's more like, like wires that. You yeah, just and they like just kind of like jam the loaf in there, you, and it just kind of goes like chuck a chuck a chuck a chuck a chuck a Sorry, they jam the glue. Well, it's I don't know if it's a glue. I'll have to ask them. I'll be like, excuse me, is this the equivalent of Our Majesty the Queen's ass? One half of Our Majesty, <laughs> One half the, Queen's Majesty the, Queen's the Queen's ass. And then they'll say, sir, please get out of here. And then I'll say, <laughs> one apple turnover, please. And then they'll say, okay, that's fine. Please stay and give us money. Or but then after they give I'll get you the, the cherry app- turnover, turn on, after they the, give you the turnover, yeah, you would also they would also want you to leave. I mean, they could like it stay in there, I guess, as long as I don't like talk to everyone else out there. It's like, hey, you want a bread the size of an ass? <laughs> <laughs> do you have half an ass? Half? Sorry, oh, I got to work on this do marketing. You a, do you have a uh, trench coat full of uh, <laughs> ass glutes, full of bread glutes, not ass glutes? Ooh, that'd be very. I mean, different. yeah, at least yeah. two of them. Oh, we'd be getting back to Ted Levine territory yeah. there. What? Buffalo Bill. Oh, yeah. Why do you know other names for him? Uh, 
That's the actor. I know the name of the actor that he's, played he's him. He's skin suit guy. No <laughs> one should even know Buffalo Bill. No, he's skin suit guy. That's crazy. They say mm. Buffalo Bill all the time in that movie. I know, but like, why bother remembering hey, it? Yeah, you want to help me get this ass of bread into the back of this? <laughs> I do it myself, but I uh, cut my hand on a... Sure, <laughs> Jimmy Stewart, I'll help you. It's an ass of bread. <laughs> Uh, so Dan, you yeah. don't have anything going uh, the, on anymore, right? The Queen of England <laughs> sits on a hollow chair with a, with a pot in it. Is Jimmy Stewart still alive? Can we recast and remake? Uh, <laughs> Mr. Smith goes to Westminster. Oh, to eat the Queen's ass? Whoa, <laughs> wow. Ooh, that means something different. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. That's a hell of a movie. But you know what? Good for her. Yeah, Good also, for Jimmy. I mean, this could be like a cool uh, Ocean's Eleven style heist where you <laughs> you steal the measurement of the queen's yes. ass, but you need a reason to be down there. Yes. Oh man. So they got to. Get... I'm not sure how I feel about that. That feels. <laughs> so you got to get someone to be the toilet attendant or whatever, like infiltrate. Oh, that's better, right? Yeah. Infiltrate toilet attendants, but then everyone else is there. You got to have your grease man. To, to 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 grease up the toilet? Uh, well, maybe. That seems dangerous. Well, how do you measure the ass, I guess? <laughs> with grease? How do you measure the ass with grease? No, I, I'm, the grease man doesn't necessarily have to have grease <laughs> on them. Are you planning on making like a maybe the like grease an imprint man, of the Maybe ass? the grease man, we stuff them into the hollow chair uh-huh. so they're right there Whoa. ready to measure oh, no. the ass. That's a shitty job. <laughs> ah, how bad, Kev? <laughs> no. Um, oh, sorry. I didn't even do that on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Now I wish I had. Grease man. Or at least I had oh, that one, announced that I hadn't. That one like Chinese acrobat that shoved himself into a barrel in that movie. Yep. It was a cart full of money. Nice. Or at least it was supposed to be full of money. Yeah, but instead it was full of man. Right. <laughs> do you think they had to figure that out? Uh, like, okay, how much money weighs like, as much as this he's dude? Like yelling, like, yeah, like in a deleted scene, after, like during the credits, he's like yelling at some old woman that works in the cage. Yeah. I'm a man, not money. <laughs> as she pushes him across the, the counter. Yeah, and there's another scene at the beginning where he's like has to make weight. So that uh-huh. he's the exact weight of yeah, that amount like, of money. He's just like wearing a reflective hoodie and uh-huh. spitting all day. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. Hey. Hey, Ocean's Eleven remakers. Oh, sure. Do that. Yeah. I want most of the movie to be about the Grease Man struggling to make weight and then struggling to reassert his humanity (laughs) after being confused for money. Or having been shit on by the queen. (laughs) Oh, right. I forgot we're doing this instead. Right. Yep. That's a great plan, Danny. Let's do this instead. (laughs) Wow. Uh, does anyone have things going on? When is this coming out? Uh, tomorrow. Hey, listeners, you still have, let's see, at least one, maybe two more chances to see Guts and Teeth performing at Huge Theater at 9 p.m. on Saturdays in August. Woo! HugeTheater.com for tickets in advance. Uh, are there any special, I don't think there's any more special guests after this has come out. I don't know who is performing the show before us because it changes every week. So, hugetheater.com. <laughs> yeah, that'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That'll um, tell you real good. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Is that anything? Is it my doing anything else? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Come uh, check out the fence that'll hopefully be done by next week. Don't do that. I'm not telling you where I live. <laughs> we'll put it on Facebook. No. It's too late. You've already you've already given an invite to your yard. Right. And they'll just look at like which house has a new fence. That's how they'll know. Right. Drive around all of the Twin Cities. <laughs> yep, and look for the house with the new fence. And then just go up to the door and be like, Hi, Barcast! <laughs> Why do they say it like that? I, I don't know. Is this some sort of bird person? Yes. But also keep in mind, you weren't invited into the house. You were only invited to see the yard. Yeah. So you like, don't even come in. Just peek over the fence. Like if those, you can, it's, it's like, six feet tall. Like oh, you've given more Star's details. Home. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wait. You, but you're like 6'3 or 6'4, right? Oh, yeah. I'll be able to look at the fence yeah. still. So oh, you, yeah. Just so look you, for the new fence that has a little piece of Dan's forehead over it. This and is entirely a privacy, a this is a privacy <laughs> fence for my wife. Yeah. Did, like, you, did you create, did you build a fence simply so that you could force your Wilsoning onto your, onto your neighbor? <laughs> I mean, it's sort of going to be a fringe benefit. Yeah. Does your neighbor ever go, Rrr? we'll see. <laughs> no, you won't. The fence will be there. We'll hear. So far, no. I bet I could... Well, I don't know. I bet I could get Klaus to make that noise. His name is Klaus? Yeah. Oh, more information oh, about shit. where you live. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, his name is uh, Guy Neighbor Man. That checks out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his parents are Jim Neighbors and Leslie Mann. Yeah. He just hyphenated. Yeah, wow. What a fascinating couple in we've just created. <laughs> Steven, do you have anything going on? No, but I do have a question that, like, this is that about I would Jim like to neighbors pose. and Leslie Mann. No, okay. that I'd like to pose to our listeners. Oh, how would they ever answer us? Maybe they could email us. Where would that happen? Howbadcast at gmail.com. Howbadcast at gmail.com. So here's a question that I've just been thinking about. Okay. You know that song that's like, like, that's like, you know, get it on, bang a gong, get it on? Sure. Yes. Are they telling you to have sex with a gong? <laughs> I assume it's like a metaphor for what's the name of that band? Power Station? I don't know. I don't remember who does that. Robert song. Palmer? Uh I mean is a gong just like a separate activity? Oh uh, yeah, so so I, I'm this is kind of like Yeah, this, is this, it a separate activity? This is where you're going with this. Or is this like a is it a separate activity or is this like a like this song was like nineteen eighty or something like that, right? There might have been a slang I didn't know about. Uh, I'm just I'm I'm looking for the like the societal context for those lyrics. Yeah, maybe that uh, maybe that friend of yours that plays music at hockey games would know. Oh, that's true. Friend of the or super fan of the show, AK. <laughs> yeah, uh, drop us a line, AK. Well, now you've really limited or, or if, anybody else. Yeah, but I mean, given the last few emails we've gotten, that does seem the most likely avenue to get. Some response. It's a good point. It's a great point. Mm. Um, I have seen a lot. A lot is very strong. I have seen some gong playing, and it seems like uh, uh, just like ramming your cock into the gong is not going to produce the best sound. Wait, when you said gong play, did you mean like yeah, I had a the specific same question. sexual act <laughs> I had the same gong question. Play? I had the same question. Anyway, you can always see me at the Glocky uh, Pizza Comedy Open Mic well, every Thursday night at 10 questions. Sign up at 9.30. You'll laugh your blast off You'll in certain situations. Bang your gong off. Yeah. See? Again. <laughs> Contextualize this for me. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, which part? 
AK knows we're hoping. Yeah. And or the shadow. Yeah. The yeah. shadow knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men. And also that evil specifically is how attracted you are to a metal disc. Huh. Weren't there gongs involved in the movie? Because he was like Genghis Khan's eighth yeah. son removed I believe, or something. I believe that that is the case, yeah. What now? I don't the remember movie, this. His, the main enemy was like something else Khan, right? Yeah. It was like a... He was Khan! Yeah, and he was like a super... He was like the... I don't know. Wow, I don't remember any details. Well, about... he was a wizard or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it was probably racist, but I don't oh, remember. Yeah, no, probably. There's no way it wasn't, right? Right? Yeah. I uh, mean, not only was it the 90s, but it was the 90s based off of something from like the 40s? Yeah. Yeah, like even Buck Rogers was racist. Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, Alec Baldwin, good job wearing that hat. Right. I don't know. I mean, certainly it doesn't compare to your Trump impression. I, ba- but... <sighs> I barely remember that movie. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, check out The Shadow. Starring Alec Baldwin. Starring Alec Baldwin. In... Wait, maybe 93? Ooh, maybe. Or just watch Beetlejuice again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beetlejuice is good. Good. Probably less racist than that movie. Yeah, I've seen Beetlejuice pretty recently. It's very much less racist. Yeah. Great. That's good. Because there's like maybe, oh, no. It's not completely devoid of minorities. I think devoid of living minorities, but not completely devoid of minorities. Yeah, I said less racist. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's still a like a voodoo man at the oh, end. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's right at the end. You can just turn it off after Lydia dances with the football goes. <laughs> right. Spoilers. Sorry. Uh... Yeah, anyway, uh, this has been How Bad Cast. Yeah, it has. Uh, and the ending of Beetlejuice. Yes. Uh, goodbye? Yeah, you, you need to work on a sign-off. <laughs> yeah, I really do. You'll laugh your blast off. Oh, oh, boy. Oh. Something, something, like, something. But you would have to be in past tense. Oh, boy. You laughed your <laughs> blast off. <laughs> like, yeah, just mind. end every episode by saying, uh, thank you for listening to How Could the Show Be... Or, sorry, we've... New show. Thank you for listening to How But Bad if you Cast. did listen to How Could This Show Be Bad back we, when we were that, we do thank you for continuing to listen. Yeah. Thank you for listening to How Bad Cast. You enjoyed this! <laughs> Ooh, that's I like good. that. Yeah, that's good. How Bad Cast. You enjoyed this!